speaking of the form, let's get straight into it with Brody Nixon, Nick Burney and Andrew Hurley. Firstly to uh, Brody, who's next to me. Uh, what did you make of the Rose Hill meeting, Brody? Good morning to you, firstly. Very interesting meeting. We've had a host of horses, as we know, come out. A lot of dual acceptors as well. So especially early on in the cards, some small fields, but I think there's some winners to be found. A lot of scratchings. I think we ended up with about 30, 31 scratchings there. So, yeah, a lot of scratchings. We'll, we'll chat about a few of those throughout our preview. Nick Burney, who's been doing a great job for us on HQ and across our Sky platforms, is on the line. Good morning, Nick. Good morning to you, Anthony, Brody, Hales, and everyone listening in. Yeah, it was a bit of a shame about Kaboo coming out this morning. Um, but I think there's some really good bets to have throughout the meeting. Rail in the four metres, I'm uh, suspecting it will play fair, but we'll just see how the day goes. Andrew Hurley's on the line as well. Uh, been much action this morning. Hurls after scratchings. Yeah, morning, mate. Uh, morning, Nick, and also to you, Brody. Uh, yeah, there has been, actually, uh, particularly in this first race. I think it's, uh, I say the uh, scratchings have probably taken a little bit of difficulty out of uh, some of these races, but uh, in the opening race, we're certainly... Uh, got good support here early for a Chalton Lane. Uh, it's the second favourite, but uh, gee, we'd take it for money uh, very early. People are having a lash over their cornflakes this morning. Yep. Let's get, let's get straight into it then and uh, start with race number one. This one over 1,300 metres, benchmark 72. Yeah, we lost a few here. Uh, Semena was taken out on Thursday, but we lost Master Showman and Wave Rider Boy as well this morning, or one of those at least this morning, Hurls. Uh, deductions, and what's the market now? Yeah, deduction's crucial here. So, uh, Samana comes out, zero deduction. 13 by 12, Master Showman, and Wave Rider Boys, 17 to 13. At the top, we've got Thundering, it's the favourite at 260. Six to seven, back to 650 for Powerful Peg. 330 into $3 for Charlton Lane. I'm a victorious 850 to nine. Eight into six fifty Baroque Road outside of fifteen to seventeen and twenty three for Romeo's Choice. Well, Chalton Lane, the money's uh, coming on thick and fast for this. It's holding probably four times more than the favourite plundering at this stage, which now just gets back out to two seventy. Wouldn't be surprised uh, by the end of this preview that uh, it's a lot shorter. Chalton Lane, uh, the move for Baroque Road, not necessarily off the back of money. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting speed map here. Master Showman, one of the key speed influences, has come out. A bit of red across the board, a more victorious one it's made in rolling forward. Baroque Road also drawn wide. Now, outside is an interesting horse. Smaller field, wouldn't be surprised if they punch up. Just looking at the racing New South Wales speed map, they've got it settling back of the field with the blinkers coming off. Wouldn't be surprised if they'd be a bit more conservative following that last start disappointing run. Chalton Lane drawn the inside gate. Very important to start here. Don't want to be buried back on the fence at Rose Hill and plunder it's been a box ticker throughout the preparation. Looks to get the perfect map here once again, Nick. Yeah, on numbers four, eight, six, and one in the first, guys, I just wanted to look for the improver in this race, and I thought it was a tricky way to start the day, but I'm with powerful pegs. I thought just first up she was restrained from a wide draw there, just got too far back in the run in a race that was run at a very slow pace. So she had the race shape against, but showed a really nice turn of foot there, running one of the fastest 400 to 200 metre splits in the meeting. And when she was just chiming into it well, she probably just peaked on her run over the final 100 metres. The big thing for me is she gets a significant barrier change. So I think she can settle that little bit closer, has a strong SP profile and just runs a consistent figure that can put her near the finish. So I thought the $6.50, $7 was the overs in the race. I can see why they're starting to find Baroque Road. It just looks to get complete control now. Uh, last start at lead, it was suited, by, but its sectionals did suggest it probably could bounce off that effort. 
And I do think it actually probably is more suited rolling at a more genuine tempo. The six Cholton Lane, impressive debut there overseas. Jump outs have been solid down in Cranbourne. And it just wouldn't surprise me if it blew them away. The big thing for me is what the bigger players, the computers do with this horse in the last 30 seconds of betting. That will really tell the story. And the one plundering, just such a consistent type, just the 260, 270, I just thought was uh, very well found. So I wanted to go looking elsewhere. But numbers four, eight, six, and one in the first. Six one seven four for me. Where there's smoke, there's fire. There was early support for Shelton Lane. They bet about $11 with a tab on Wednesday. Just quickly firmed in. That was before Wave Rider Boy came out of betting as well. I thought Wave Rider Boy was perfectly placed here. But as soon as that horse came out of the betting, it really opened up this race. But I'm keen on Shelton Lane. Went back and watched his Victorian jump outs. The first one of the synthetic, I'm not too sure who he trialled against, but he certainly does look more at home on dry ground. And that might be the reason why they've come down up here to Sydney to avoid the wet down in Victoria at the moment. And Chortle Lane just got to the outside and cruised home strongly. Second hit out was on heavy ground. The horse that ran second, Pal Dioro, was placed in listed company two runs ago, I believe. And I don't think Chortle Lane was suited at all on the wet ground. He comes up here to Sydney. Hopefully he gets a really nice... Nice run there from the inside gate. Love the booking of Jason Collett. Heavily backed again this morning, as Hurls has mentioned. And I think I have to be with this European import. Because as we speak about the others, the horse they have to get to is plundering. Chad Schofield goes back aboard. Now, the use of his whip... Uh, second up, uh, the Rainwick Kensington when defeating Silent Raindrops. Chad gave this horse an absolute peach. It was just batting through the line, but when Chad swapped the whip from the right to the left hand, it picked up and drove through to win that race. Subsequently, it's run second, beaten point two of a length each time. We know what Plundering is going to do. He's going to get the perfect run. They just need to get past him. A more victorious, I've got him for third. Love the trials. I think I'm going to go off a run too early here. I think it's going to be ready second or third up once it does step up in trip because it did break its maiden over the mile. And powerful peg. The more I look at this horse, as Nick has spoken about the last few days, the more I get quite worried about it because, as Nick rightly highlighted, got back towards the rear of the field, sprinted hard between the four and the two, just faded late. So, powerful peg, if the money does come late, I'll be very nervous. But Chalton Lane on top for me in a very tricky start. And Darren Flindell, he's going with number seven, Emmor Victorious on top from one plundering, six Cholton Lane and four powerful pegs, seven, one, six and four in race one from Darren. Race two, Phillies and Mares 78 here and we've got a shorty, Samana Hurls. Yeah, into a dollar eighty now after opening up at one eighty five this morning. It's pretty popular. I'm just looking at the multi holds as well. Uh, they are anchoring it into those. Uh, the deduction for pretty wild is just minor. It is four by three. Samana up the top one eighty five now one eighty nine to nine fifty. Ring of Rosa masquerade six fifty to seven one a twenty three. Carolina Bell twelve dollars no change. Sweet Mercy seven fifty to eight. Fear not eleven to twelve. Fifteen dollars for Ellen Mack. Pretty much one way traffic at this stage for the favourite. And in regards to the Matt punters, this is going to be the best bet of the day for them by far. Samana has an absolute stranglehold of the speed. When Pretty Wild is the only other real speed horse in the race, you pretty much know that Samana's just going to cross from that wide gate with comfortable ease and it's going to dominate this race in the front. 1A might boot up from the inside. Masquerade's interesting. was only a fairly away in its Australian debut and Ringarose are the same. And apart from that, you're looking at a host of back markers. Darylina Bell and Sweet Mercy landed just behind the speed when it did win at midway company a couple of runs ago, so I won't be surprised if they push forward with Sweet Mercy, but it's all about Samana here from the map, Nick. 
Yeah, I'm with one seven three and nine. I can't get away from her, Samana. I know she is into the odds on quote now, but I think the dollar eighty is fair enough when you really do break this race down. She's coming out of a very strong rating race relative to the day. It's actually produced three subsequent winners, and on that run, I just thought it had merit. She led at a genuine tempo, never shirked her task all the way to the line, and she's just racing so well and consistent consistently this preparation you look at her profile 28 days between runs isn't a concern whatsoever that's actually a pattern that's where she produces her peak career efforts so i'm happy to be with her she just has a perfect match she'll be awfully hard to catch now the seven sweet mercy it was they were standing in the gates for such a long time which david payne did say also this morning when speaking to anthony and just when they finally opened she just uncharacteristically just missed the start got into an impossible position in such a big field and mathematically she was out of the race. They just went at such a slow overall pace rating as well. So it was a complete forgive run. She ran some of the fastest closing splits home. So there was a lot of merit to that performance. I think she deserves to be clear second pick. Uh, The important masquerade for Chris Waller, the late market, just told the story about it on on debut. She clearly needed it, but I just didn't mind that last 50 metres. And I can't get that listed French form out of my head with the likes of... um, some really good gallopers that you part of me come across there. And the nine Ella Mack, not suited last start, ran home okay with a different form line. But look, I think she's very hard to catch, Samana. One, seven, three, and nine, Brody. One, eight, three, seven for me. I see it the same way as Nick as he's covered. It's just going to really dominate this race from the front. When I looked at Fear Nord as the key danger, you know Fear Nord's going to be last and it's going to have a lot of work to do to catch this leader. So you just basically know Samana's going to be awfully hard to beat. As Nick mentions, Roll Forward put itself in the race. The wide gate last start was an issue. Uh, was not only beaten by an resonator. The form lines weren't franked last couple of weeks ago when Space Tracker did go down, but it's going to dominate from the front. Carries the 56 and a half kilograms following Dylan Gibbons claim and I think she's a three-year-old filly on the up. Masquerade, I've got a bit of a danger for her. I've got it in for third as mentioned with Fear Nought. This horse is running extremely well. Made good ground behind Vienna Princess off the fence at Rose Hill which no horses did all day and before that was good from the back behind Resonator in that Samana race but was beaten three and a half lengths and we know Fear Nought's going to be last. She's that sort of horse. Gets back, run on and you're not going to win when you back her every time. In for third, Masquerade, as Nick mentioned, the late money told the story first up. It's going to be interesting interesting today if they do back her in the last couple of minutes. I think she might be suited with a sting out of the ground. So we're on a fairly firm track last start. So with the good conditions here this afternoon, a little bit of sting out. I think she's going to be better suited second up, but she's got really good French form, as Nick did mention. And the seven, Sweet Mercy, best of the rest. One, eight, three, seven, but Samana, going to be awfully hard to catch. And Darren Flindell rounds out the trifecta for our experts. Samana on top one from two, Ringarosa, seven, Sweet Mercy, and three, Masquerade, one, two, seven, and three from Darren in the second. Race number three, is a benchmark 72 here. This one's over 1,500 metres hurls. Yeah, deductions here for lethal thoughts. A 7 by 8, 7 by 8 also for Masquerade and Fear Nought, 4 by 4. Resonator up the top, 340, got to 370, back to 340. $4 into 360 for Grisilla Styler. We've got Vintage Choice, 950 out to 11. 440 to 460, Oakfield Waratah. Royal Zell, 100 to 1. 41 for Mystic Mermaid. Bat out of hell, 650 to 7. And hell hath no fury, 750 to 650. Man, bat out of hell, was that with Gary Portelli? Pretty sure it was. Uh, I'll have a look. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah it was. First preparation now with Mara Eustace. 
Yeah, I can uh, tell a little bit of a funny story. We always pay out on the odd occasion we make an error. We went up 100 to 1 for it uh, up at uh, Wyong uh, last year, and uh, it SP'd at $5.50, and a number of people who were on track uh, got that 100 to 1. I'll tell you what, you knew about it. What, someone with fat fingers, was it? Yeah, it must have been, yeah. Mm. yeah. I, tell you, it's I remember up. Gary Harley was on track, and he said, and I think Luke was calling, and he said, you know, it was like someone had won the Everest. <laughs> it's a bit, too, <laughs> a bit too soon <laughs> after yesterday at Scone, isn't it? Yeah, well, that yeah. one. It's a bit too soon after that run of yesterday at Scone, isn't it, Hurls? I did. Uh, I was uh, hosting on the other network yesterday, but I did read about that. Yeah, always mm-hmm. away, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Grisilla Stoller is the uh, best-backed runner here. It's into three dollars sixty. It's holding double what Resonator is. Good horse, Grisilla Stoller. But geez, winning strike rate's not exactly stylish, uh, is it? No, it's not. It's going to be interesting to see where they land this afternoon because it's been running on behind the pack every start so far. Rises in weight and gets up to the 1,500 metres. Whether or not it can land slightly closer is interesting. The Racing New South Wales speed map has this horse in a very tricky position, about three, four pairs back on the fence. And as you can see, there plenty of blue with Grisilla Styler. Hell hath no fury, likely gets back towards the rear of the field. We know Resonator. We know he's going to roll along at a fairly decent clip. Mystic Mermaid likely lands in the box seat. Oakfield Waratah has shown good gate speed as well, so those three are going to be very handy. Interesting horses are Vintage Choice, who rolled forward last start and bat out of hell, so a couple of decisions to be made there from wide gates, but Resonator, we know is going to inject a fairly even tempo here, Nick. 6-2, 1-10 in the third, guys. I just leant towards Oakfield Waratah. I don't think there's that much between the top three in my prices, so I just went with the one at the better odds, and He's just really improved his preparation and finally reaching his potential. He's coming off a career peak figure. You go back to his first up run, he won well there, defying a uh, drift in the betting, which just maybe slightly flat there second up. But in that midway that he won last start, he, got, he did get a perfect ride and he stalked a slow tempo. But I really liked how he sprinted and maintained a strong finishing speed to the line. He just maps to have all favours here and just a race shape that will really suit this horse. So I just think that $4.60, I'm going to lean his way. Uh, the two Gracilla style, I completely get it. Just first up run, it should have won. Then back in distance, which probably didn't suit their last start. And when it did weave through the, the pack there, it ran one of the fastest last 600s of the day. It's ready to peak over 1,500 metres with a strong platform. I do think they have a nice target for this horse uh, in the future. And then I'm going to put the one in for third, Resonator. His win just had merit there last start. He faced the breeze in a genuine tempo and just kept finding under pressure in what was a really really fast time uh, race that day. He's been back to the trials. He's uh, thought he trialed well enough. He probably needed that solid hit out because he's 28 days between runs and now he has to step to the 1,500 metres. So the $3.50, the 5 to 2, I was just slightly leaning towards something else with that slight query, but he'll be very hard to, uh, hard to catch. And the 10 bat out of hell, Honest two placings, his preparation, albeit in midweek grade, and probably is looking for the 1,500 metres now, but does have to jump to Saturday grade. So 6, 2, 1 and 10 in what I found a bit of a tricky race. 2, 1, 10, 11 for me. Something very similar, Nick. I've got Grisilla Styler on top. Third up has to be peaking this afternoon. If he's ever going to win another race, it has to be this afternoon. Coming here third up and following those back-to-back force behind Resonator and Garrison. Awfully unlucky in each of those and gets the good map from gate number five. Hopefully they are a bit more positive. Karen's riding extremely well of late and he's giving horses some fantastic rides early being really positive. Look at Dakota Room on Wednesday. Settled outside the leader. He's putting horses in fantastic 
specific positions. And I won't be surprised if Grisilla Styler lands a little bit closer than we are expecting. Resonate is the key danger, as Nick highlighted. It's going to roll forward. It's going to be on the speed. Gets half a kilogram off Grisilla Styler. It's going to be hard, awfully hard to catch. And if this rail is the place you want to be this afternoon... Looking at the last couple of weeks, it's where you have wanted to be in regards to the four-metre rail position. It's been playing very evenly in the last six months, Rose Hill. So Resonator, he, we know what he's going to do. He's going to roll forward at a strong speed and be very hard to catch. Had that tick over trial at Rose Hill, so he's certainly going to be nice and forward as always. In for third, I do have the 10 bat out of hell. I do think he's looking for the 1,500 metres. Now, last start at Warwick Farm was a bit of a sit and sprint under the 61 kilograms. Gets down to the 56, and I think settling just off the speed and coming at the line hard late. I think Bat Out of Hill is going to run the best run race of his preparation. You look back to last campaign over the 1500 behind Glowing Gold. Yes, he was defeated length and a half. That was at Canterbury on the 1st of January. was a severe rails in run day that day. You wanted to be on the fence and if you weren't, you had very little chance. A Bat Out of Hell, I think it's a big danger there at the $7 quote and best of the rest is the 11. Hell hath no fury. Very well tried at Canterbury last start. You don't often see them win from last, but I still think it was quite flat, but it does only carry the 52 kilograms this afternoon. 2 1 10 11. Grisilla Styler is today the day. All right. Uh, Darren Flindell, his selections in race 3 1 Resonator, 2 Grisilla Styler, 11 Hell Hath No Fury, and 6 Oakfield Waratah. 1 2 11 and 6 from Darren in race 3. Race 4, midway handicap here. Hurls, benchmark 72. We'll need a bit of help with this lot. Yeah, we'll start with the deductions here. Zoracat, 3 by 2 one by one Miss Einstein. Epicus, 0 one by one Alessandra. And Gendarmerie is 3 by 5 All right, DiMaggio up the top. $8, no change. $5, no change. So am I, 41 no change. Olympic days. Ditto, burning needed to 18. 23 to 21 for just a brother. 7.50 out to 8.50, cream rises. Forecasters, a $23 chance. Lamari, a $19 chance, as is the netter. Electrica, 10 into 9.50. Our favourite is Smart Legend, 4.20 to $4, back to 4.20. 61, Lord Heron. Miss Faber's Day, 7.50. And Cyan is a $71 chance. So, a very difficult assignment here, and we've barely written a bean on the race this morning. Since the market opened, most popular runner has been DiMaggio in front of So Am I. Yeah, DiMaggio was awfully unlucky last start. Looks one of the map horses here this afternoon as well. Should settle just behind the speed and likely land in the box seat, which it did last start. I think scratchings for this race in regards to the speed has been essential. We've seen Zorro Cat, Epicus and Gender Marie all come out of betting. So Smart Legend from the White Gate will likely be stamped, well, might be stamped urgent. Lord Heron also rolls forward. So good speed early and looks like it's another one of these big field midways where they're going to run along, Nick. Yeah, I'm going to spec two runners in the midway. Uh, the seven cream rises and four burning need, but the numbers are seven, four, 13, 11. Just cream rises goes on top here, and it's on a four-day backup where he's a, re- a horse that really interests me, and I just don't think he's taken a few runs to get right, and he looks back to his best. The blinkers went on there at Kembler on Tuesday, and he was third up, and he just went to a new level. He travelled really well into it, sprinted hard, and I just really liked how he kept responding when the challenges loomed up to him. Clary Connors must be really happy with how he's going to be backing him up on such a a short uh, four-day break. And he's at optimal fitness now. And if he reproduces that effort he did on Tuesday, dropping in weight, he can definitely rate to win. And he does look over the odds for mine. The four-burning need, I've been keeping an eye on this horse all preparation. And just got another sticky gait. But 
I just can't let it go around at the $18. He's been racing without luck, having factors against. It was an impossible position to get there in that midway race where he was also just mathematically out of it due to that race shape. But his splits were some of the fastest of the day. So there's some hidden sectional merit there. Tricky setup, but I just, as I said before, that $18, it really um, gets me in. The 13 speed legend, Brody just nailed it there. All these scratchings, now he comes right into it. It's just a horse that's gone from strength to strength this campaign on that upwards rating spile. It's got the SP profile as well. It can just keep stepping and there's there's no reason why it can't because its profile really backs that up. And the 11 Electrica is a consistent enough type, drops in weight, and I'd probably just lean towards her for fourth for um, with that more positive race set up today. But 7, 4, 13 and 11 in the midway. 6, 18, 13 and 1. I will admit when I was doing my numbers yesterday, I still had all this speed in the race. So I was a bit more confident that Smart Legend wasn't going to be able to get across and as easy as he might this afternoon. So I'm a little bit more nervous in regards to the favourite now. But I still think that uh, $21, just a brother, is an outstanding bet. He's the best value of mine this afternoon. Looking back last preparation, has some fairly nice form lines behind the likes of Regal Pom, who is making good ground late over the mile before running behind Wine Glass Bay and narrowly defeated by High Court. So first up this campaign, had a really nice trial at Gosford where he did stamp his comeback really well this campaign, the five-year-old. Now, was defeated two and a half lengths by Rangers and we're going to get a good insight into his first up form lines early on in the card where Powerful Peg, where it was tipped by Nick in the first. Closed really strongly behind the likes of that horse. Step aside, Master Showman, Seleucent, Smooth Fight. So it's a fairly nice midweek race. And Just a Brother was one of the best from the back. That was a really good run over the 1,300 metres. I'd love to have seen 1,500, even a mile second up. But I think 1,400 metres will suit. You look back to his last 1,400 metre run, was defeated a length by Fashion Legend, who went on to win the Magic Millions Guineas about two runs later. He's a fantastic each-way bet. Regan Bayless has had the four rides, one win, and I think this horse is going to run a bottler at the $21. Miss Faberge gets all the mat favours once again this afternoon. She's racing extremely well. Whether or not she's a winner is up for you to decide. $7.50 is a fair price to find out. Smart legend as Nick mentioned, racing extremely well at the Provincials. Steps up in grade and the scratchings makes his assignment easier. And DiMaggio, if you want to watch a good thing beat last start mm. of the midweek, as that was really unlucky at a big price, you're getting $8 once again and maps here perfectly. 6, 18, 13 and 1. The value bit of the day, just a brother. Alright, good odds. $21 for just a brother. Darren Flindell with the two on top. So am I from Seven Cream Rises, 13 Smart Legend, and 18 Miss Fabergé, 2, 7, 13, and 18 in race number four. Race five, the Tab Highway, and this week we've got an odds-on favourite, and he's very high in the list for the Kosciuszko as well. His name is Mogo Magic Hurls. Yeah, he's very exciting, isn't he? Uh, Blow Dark comes out zero, two by two Smoke Show, zero Hardy, zero Oki's Choice, Obey, Battle, Abbey, zero. So only very small deduction here for this race. Lundberg up the top, 100 to one. 550 for Emperor. Mogo Magic opened up at 190 this morning into 185. Remember Jack, 850 to nine. Debussy, 71 to 81. 13 to 12 for Salir. We went up 21 for it, so it was specced early for Cameron Crockett. 41 to 51 tags. Master Joe, 15. 41 brief statement. I'm not slew, 61. 18 Tar Lung. We've got Danzadel, 126. 14 a Smart Rooster. And Telegraph, $126. I wonder if the boys at Tab are going to take it on. They might be brave to do so. 190 to 185. 
Yeah, Mogo Magic, he's got immense amount of speed. He's undefeated at the races and at the trials. And from gate number two, suggest Haywood's going to go forward here, drawn towards the inside. There is strong speed outside as well, Master Joe and Debussy. So as always in these highways, there's going to be some very, very good speed where the horses, like Brief Statement, also do try kick up. And remember, Jack might be forced to restrain there from the wide gate. Yeah, this is a very strong Class 3 highway, and I just couldn't get away from the 3 Mogo Magic. Look, he looks to have come back even better this preparation, just going off his trial. He showed natural gait speed, led him to a nice rhythm, doing it with all, all within himself. And just he just went through the line full of energy and wasn't extended the whole way. All wins have been by dominant margins. He does have key attributes that do look above highway grade. And he has proven in the past that he can absorb pressure and still accelerate. So he fits a really nice Rose Hill 1,100-metre profile from the perfect draw. And that's the big tick where he, some of these other uh, market fancies just have really tricky setups. So I do have to lean his way. The $1.85 has been well found now. But uh, I think he may trade better, but we'll have to wait and see. But he'll look to make his stand for the Kosciuszko in the spring. The four, remember, Jack, I really think this is a nice horse for the future. He has a very strong SP profile and just started to get to that optimal fitness. I really liked his last start there at Tamworth, but I just particularly liked what he did with how he held his action over the final couple of bounds. He has a great record, and if he probably drew a gate, I almost would have lent his way. So he's one to keep an eye out for. The 17 Smart Rooster, he stuck into the field here, looks wound right up after a couple of solid trials there at Dubbo, and I think he's ready to go. And the two Emperor racing well. Uh, he's won his last two with ease up in Queensland, a real 1,100-metre specialist. And you go back to his last preparation, there's really strong two-year-old form lines around the likes of Sajard and the Primstock. So just the gate with him is the only query, but 3, 4, 17 and 2 in the highway. 3, 8, 2 and 17 for me. The favourite on top, Mogo Magic. This horse looks very, very good. Does have to carry the 60 kilograms and last start, copped a bit of pressure as well. Dollar Magic was chasing, defeated that galloper by two and a half lengths. Now, Dollar Magic came out and won at its next start and Dollar Magic's no nonny as well. It's a fairly nice horse and Mogo Magic won extremely domly. Has to tick the 1100 metre box this afternoon with the big weight as well, but it looks a class above. That trial at Goulburn was sensational as Nick mentioned. Salir I've got as the danger I think this horse is going quite well at Warwick Farm close strongly over the 1100 metres behind deep expectation now from gate number 5 Ken Posse a lot closer to the speed interesting to note the blinkers do come off for the first time this afternoon the winkers go back on so Salir for Reese Jones and Crockett Stable I think can run a really good race and as Hurls mentioned has been fairly well tried the two Emperor as Nick covered this horse is going extremely well that run behind Ranwick, behind Charity Joy at Ranwick King some really nice form lines coming through bat. And you look back at it as a two-year-old, ran third behind Sajardin at a Group 3 on debut at Ranwick and subsequently ran behind Plimstock and in the millennium behind Extravagant Star, only defeated a couple of lengths. Had a really long spell and I think injury in four. So this horse is, you can, can continue to improve. And Smart Rooster, best of the rest. But 3827, one of the most interesting horses on the way. And Anthony, I want to pick your brain because not many people know these country horses better than yourself. What's the read on this horse from you? Yeah, he's probably the best horse we've seen in, in that region for the last oh, 18 months, perhaps two years or longer. Always promised to be a smart horse. Inside gate today, gate number two. They're not going sort of outside the realms of you know his comfort zone at the moment. It's 1,100. They're not stretching him to 12. So 1,100 from a good gate, the way the track's going to play, I, I don't think they'll beat him. He's never seen pressure, 
Um, so that's that's something to consider down the track. He's never he's never been pressured. He's just led every time he's raced. So be interesting once he sees a bit of pressure. But he does look very very smart. So I'll be with him today. Uh, Darren Flindell is also tipping him on top three. Mogo Magic to beat two Emperor four. Remember Jack and number eight Salire. So three two four and eight there in race. Number five, the uh, Tab Highway. And I think it's the first time they've ever had a Tab Highway as race five, which tells you how strong it is. I couldn't they, believe it. Yeah, they generally have them as race one, two, or three, don't they? Uh, race six, Hurls. We've got a benchmark 72 for the three-year-olds here. What's happening with the market? Yeah, just before I go on, tickets for the Kosciuszko are actually now on sale. They kick-started this morning, so you can get involved there for just $5 for your chance to be a part of the big one. And Mogo Magic currently at $6. It's second favourite behind Opal Ridge as we speak, and that market, that futures market, pre-noms, is available. All right, let's have a look at the six here. It's the Rose Hill Bowling Club Handicap, and in a fairly widish market, Hydra Buyer is the favourite. At 350, just that small deduction of one set that wins a spicy hot pot. Amnesty, 11 to 10. We went up 750, so it's been easy throughout the week. 21 winged Darium. Deep expectation, $9. $6 Wave Rider Boy. Tintuki, uh, 550. Been popular all week. 750 was posted early. Uh, Vegas Raider, 15. $8 for Bubba's Bay. 360 now, 350. Hide your buy this morning. $13 Euros and Great Barrier Reef. At $21, Tintuki and Hyjibai have both been very popular right throughout the trade. As far as money is concerned overall, uh, it would have to be deep expectation, as a matter of fact, clearly. Uh, not so much today, but since the market's opened, uh, deep expectation has been the most popular runner, uh, despite the fact it's adrift, so it's an interesting one. And it's Steep Expectations, one of a host of horses that has strong early speed. Hide your buy from the inside gate, likely kicks up. Amnesty's interesting now. It's one from the front a couple of runs ago, but last start behind time to boogie, settled just off the speed and powered over the top. So interesting to see what they do from the inside gate. Hide your buy, of course, will likely kick up and roll forward. Bubba's Bay the same, rolled forward last start, a good speed at the Randwick Kensington. They're interesting to see if they try to take a sit. This horse can over-race, so whether or not they do light it up and push for the speed as well. Tintuki's the interesting horse. Has shown good gate speed in the past, but from the wide gate once again, they might be forced to go back towards the rear of the field, Nick. Uh, eight, five, seven, and six in the six, guys. Look, I'm really keen on the eight, Hyde Dubai. It's the better of the day for me. It just fits the perfect Rose Hill 1100-metre profile, and you go to off its first up run there at Kensington, and was an alarming drifter in the betting, so that just only told me it can improve off that effort. I just really liked how she kept building into the straight. She clocked the fastest last 200-metre split of the meeting, and she just sets up so well today. She just can bounce out from the inside draw, lead them up, get to two-kilo swing on the main days of Bubba's boy for me. Uh, we only have to go back to last preparation. She has paid $4.50 in a gospel guineas, which lines up really well for a race like this. Zach Lloyd goes on. Obviously loses Nash, but she dropped five and a half kilos off that first up run. So I think the five to two is quite a good price because if I do step her off that effort, I could mark her quite short. So I'm really keen to back high Dubai. The five Tintuki, look, it was the run of the day for me a fortnight ago. Had the pace and bias against fastest last 600 of the meeting. The only query for me is, did she want 1,200 metres now in that wide draw? I think they'd probably have to go back. And the seven Bubba's Bay, in for third, but now it gets to $8. So that's starting to 
interests me a little bit there to chop out on it because I think it should be a shorter quote. But it was fantastic uh, beating High Dubai. It has to give that galloper two kilos, but it did sit outside the leader and do it on both ends. And the six-wave rider boy, uh, it will come on from its first up run. I just probably thought the 1,300 metres might have suited better. But numbers eight, five, seven, and six, keen on High Dubai, Brody. Yeah, my numbers for race number six, four, five, one, and eight. I agree with Nick. The 1,100 metres is a slight query for Wave Rider Boy. And second up, might peak third up. I think this horse is going extremely well. Its trial suggested the three-off fillies returned in better order this campaign than she ever has. And that second behind Brudenelle when she charged from off the fence that day, a monster performance on a day you really wanted to be on the rail. I think $6 is a fantastic prize to find out because she's going to stalk the speed, just needs to get the gap at the right time, and hopefully they do do roll along, and she can really power over the top. Tintuki, I agree with Nick, would have loved to have seen 1,200 metres or maybe even 1,300 second up, but this horse is going extremely well. Probably the run of the day. Now, if I'm kicking up for Wave Rider Boy for the on-top selection, Tintuki has to be right next to her because she was fantastic from the back of the field once again on a day you didn't want to be making ground off the fence, and this horse is going extremely well. Amnesty. Now, I've had bets in the last couple of races Amnesty's been in, and it's burned me both times. They've both been really good wins. As mentioned, led at Goulburn carrying 61 kilograms before sat behind time to boogie and nailing that horse on the line. And I think this horse had a lot more to give as well. The jockey is kind of kidding to it and then it really surged past the post to power over the top time to boogie. Drops in the 61 kilograms down to the 58 and a half and gets Chad Schofield from the inside gate. So I think this horse is going to be right and truly in this race. $10 a fantastic price to find each way if you are keen on the top eight and hide your buy. I really do respect Nick's opinions and speaking to Nick about two weeks ago, he declared wherever this horse goes next, it will be winning. Does find the right race and I think gate number two is essential for this horse. $3.50 though, I think is quite short. Four, five, one and eight for me in Darren race number six. Lindell going with Wave Rider Boy, number four to beat five Tin Tuki, eight high Dubai and three deep expectation, four, five, eight and three from Darren in race five. Race six rather. Race number seven on the card as we move along. This one is benchmark 72, 2,400 metres. Faulkner Park, he's trying to keep that picket fence in line. Hurls? They've been running through brick walls. It has to carry the 60 kilos today as a result of Dylan Gibbons' uh, claim. So it brings, yeah, we're 61 and a half down to 60. So it's up from 58 and a half from last start, but it's been dead set flying. Secret Glamour, 3x3, three 4x5, three, Union Gap and King Cacao, uh, zero. Mostly cloudy up the top is a $13 chance. Zach Lloyd takes the ride there, 12 to 13. 250, 260, now Faulkner Park. Naval College, $5 to $6. Miracle Spin, 420 to $4.60. Uh, $9 to $5.50, so united. Oz Legend, 19 to 21. Just a Jedi uh, was, is. Sorry, a $14 chance. 34, Wangahoo, Credit Crunch, 51. And Lattimore down the bottom, a $41 chance. So Faulkner Park is the favourite. Man, you had uh, Matty Smith on this morning, mate. What was his uh, thoughts on Miracle Spin? I was dead set in the queue last start and just knocked up. <laughs> yeah, he was... Uh, the, the trip was the query. He just wasn't sure mm. if the horse would get 2,400 metres and he was, was quite um, honest about that. He said, I don't know. Hmm. Okay, we'll wait and see. But uh, yeah, Faulkner Park, uh, pretty popular, 250 to 260. 
Yeah, and he's the big query with the Matt Faulkner Park as well. Where does he land from gate number 10? In his Australian debut, uh, Kemble Grange got right back towards the rear of the field and blended down the outside fence on a day you wanted to be doing just that. Showed decent gate speed at Dooman two runs ago and, of course, landed much closer to the speed last start at Rose Hill. Interesting to see from the wide gate where they do try roll forward or where they just take their medicine and sit back. So United looks the clear leader alongside Naval College. Oz Legend, they rolled forward last start, took the lead up early early before Fun Fact made that mid-race move. Whether or not they roll forward on the quick backup, not too sure. And mostly Cloudy, the Victorian visitor, another interesting horse in regards to this speed map. But So United and Naval College going forward, we know with So United there's going to be a fairly decent tempo. Yeah, I couldn't get away from him, Faulkner Park, 7, 3, 5 and 6. And all the main fancies, Faulkner Park, Miracle Spin and Naval College do come through that main form reference, which was run at such a slow tempo, just using raw sectionals, it's 26 and a half lengths slower to the 600 for a direct comparison against the listed Mikel Cup that day. So obviously, as you'd expect, there was a lot of merit in the back end of the clock, but I just really like how Faulkner Park, he waited and when the gap came, he accelerated through it. And then when he asked him to change whip hands with them to the left and he just exploded there and ran the fastest last 200 of the meeting. So I think slow, fast tempos, he'll handle, um, he's proven he can handle either or. I uh, think he'll get to the outside. I think that suits him better as well, getting to the outside, as he showed in Durban and Kembla, where he really hit the line getting to the outside of horses. So I think he can really stamp himself as a nice stay here, Faulkner Park. And the 260, I do think he might get out a little bit. Just, so people might just query that draw. The three Naval College finally gets out to 2,400 metres. Senior rider goes on. So there's a couple of ticks there. And the five miracle spin, yeah, I can see what Hells was saying, getting in the queue, ran the fastest 600 to 200 there, and just looms like it was going to win. And the big thing to me is, uh, will it get the 2,400 metres? I'm not so sure. And that's why I just had it in for third pick. And so United, starting to really warm to this runner who just maps to get all the favours. I suspect Amy McLucas will want to roll at a genuine tempo and uh, probably try and break their hearts. So it'll take some catching. But two, three, five, and six. Yeah. Two, six, three, five. Same first four for me, but Faulkner Park on top. I think he's going to be awfully hard to beat. $2.60. Um, I'd love to get slightly better later just towards the jump as well. If you got the early quote, well done to $3.10. But I think unlike other runners in this race, he is one horse we will likely see in the spring. Okay, the 61 kilograms win, winning its maiden over the 2,400 metres in Ireland. It's shown it's got a turn of foot. It's shown strength as well. And I think this is one horse on the up. It does meet Naval College two kilograms better for beating it last start. I think Naval College being held up was not the way to ride that horse. I think he's going to improve with a much better tempo. So United, $5. I agree with Nick. Unlike these other horses coming through the Faulkner Park, Naval College and Miracle Spin Race, So United's got the miles in his legs. He's come through a couple of fast run races. He's going to be rolling forward from the inside gate. Amy Lucas takes off three, and this horse is just going to keep on fighting on. Naval College, $6.50. Will improve with a stronger race, I do suspect, and I think he's screaming out for further. And Miracle Spin... $4.60. I won't be surprised if this horse is the big drifter. I really, really think the 2,400 metres is a huge query for him. As Nick mentioned, he sprinted hard last start, and he just faded the last couple of hundred metres. And I think with even money, Faulkner Park should have put more lengths on him. Two, six, three, five for me in the first leg of the quarter. Yeah, Darren Flindell's with it as well. Number two, Faulkner Park makes it a special from three Naval College, five Miracle Spin, and one Most Cloudy. Race number eight, uh, we're up to now. We might have to whip through these last three races, guys. We're a bit pressed for time. Um, race number eight, benchmark 72, 1500 here, Hills. 
Yeah, and the scratchings here, well, significant deduction for Kabu, 36 by 19, as big as you'll see, Ida, 2 by 2 and 3 by 5 for Robusto. Zushak has been very, very popular all week, despite the fact it's $11 chance. Well done if you got on at 34, because you won't be seeing that again. It's 13 into 11 today. Uh, Logan Street Line went up at seven dollars, but it's been easy this morning. Four sixty to five fifty, attractable six fifty to four sixty, seven fifty to nine fifty. Now for Pesquero, Super Pursuit seven fifty to eight. Another one that was uh, specked early is Nifla thirty four. We went up. It's now twenty three. Uh, again, Mahagoni. It's a twenty six dollar chance. We went up seventy one for it. Bazooka's been relatively popular at ten dollars, and we go down to the bottom. Vienna Princess, it's three sixty to three twenty. Very good betting race. Zushak uh, has been well tried at a price. Yeah, he's an interesting horse of the speed map as well, Zushak, because Kaibu's come out of the market, and we know he was the clear leader from the inside. Attractable rolls four from gate number three. Does he dominate the race? You'd suspect so. Zushak likely crosses and sits outside. Logan Street Line has showed speed in the past, but not too much speed away from those two in the red. 4.13, one and three here, guys, with the scratching of Kaboo. I've landed on Pesquero, who... He's an improving type. He wasn't suited by the race shape there last start, but he still sprinted one of the a really strong forward of the two. Wanted to keep finding the line and just pick them up. Yes, jumps in grade, but he drops three kilos and his last start figure can put him near the finish. So at the nine fifty, I think he is a bit of a value runner. Well found now, Vienna Princess, but has a strong platform, consistent and can step up step off its last start performance up to the fifteen hundred meters. Really starting to warm to Zushak, especially with that money. It was the best of the on-paces there last start in a very fast run race, so he can only improve off that. And the three attractable the, uh, looks to map to get all favours now, but four, 13, one and three. Right. Best bet of the day for mine, 13, two, six, three, Vienna Princess, uh, $3.20. I think it's a magnificent price. I thought she would have been an outstanding bet in the Group 3 Wing Skinnies up at the sunny coast this afternoon. I'm just glad they didn't nominate because I would have done my money in the all-ins because I think she's going extremely well. Trials leading into this campaign were apples and oranges leading in compared to last preparation. First up run outstanding. That latest run was sensational. I think she maps well from gate number one. She's going to be awfully hard to beat. 1,500 metres. She only got stronger through the line. She's the best bet of the day for me by far. And I'm really, really keen to see her because I think she's a black type filly on the up. Logan Street line, best of the rest. Super pursuit as well. 13, 2, 6 and 3. And attractable now the map horse. All right, Darren Flindell in race number eight. He is uh, going to the well again with Bazooka. He's as loyal as the family pet, Darren. He was on it last start at Big Odds. Number 11 on top, Bazooka, to beat six, Super Pursuit, and two, Logan Street Line. We've got to find a fourth selection. We'll chat to him with behind the gates or on behind the gates after 10 a.m. Uh, race number nine, Hurls, the tab handicap benchmark 78. Braden Star favourite, but we'll need some help with this lot. Uh, Tony B comes out and zero deduction as a punter. That's a relief for me. Kemagui, uh, oh. Kemakway, uh, two by one. Pharaoh's Reign of Bazooka, a zero deduction. Up the top here, we've got Braden Star, 420, makes a favourite of wide open market. 16 deficit, Kirkby, 21. 21, Dr. Evil, special envoy, $8, in from 8.50 this morning. 19 to 18, Morris's me dad. Sir Rockford, $8, and solid. Touristic, $5, and solid. 41, Shadow Park. Fuller, eight fifty on the backup. 41, Timpanus. Villadan, 17, and King of the Castle, 11 to 12. It's a pretty quiet betting race at this stage. 420, Braden Stars, our favourite. 
Yeah, it's a very interesting speed map here because Special Envoy, the European import, he's showing good gate speed at the trials, likely rolled forward and lead, of course, Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot train, so we do know where it's going to be going. Philaden, the interesting horse, do they roll forward from the wide gate? Fuller looks to get the perfect run once again, and Kirkaby can kick up from the inside. A lot of these runners drawn wide do get back in their races as well. 10, 5, 1 and 6 for me. A pharaoh, the scratching of Pharaoh's reign does create a little bit of uncertainty, but I'm really keen on uh, the 10 touristic. I have him marked favourite. I think he's a really good bet now at the $5. Look, I think I hope they're really positive out of the gates because I think they can slot into a position there. He had the pace and bias against, built through his gears really well there, one of the fastest last 200s of the day. And I just think he went really good. He can definitely step off that performance. Uh, in for a second, Dr. Evil. Now, I can mark this closer to single figure, so it definitely goes in the quaddies for me. Uh, it was really good against the race shape there. When they went past the post, it was up with the winner there, about 100 metres. So I think it's ready to step to the 1,800 metres. The one Braden stars, good Victorian form and six special in- envoy, is obviously the query runner that gets all map favours. But 10, 5, 1 and 6. Ten two six one for me, Touristic, as Nick highlighted. Sensational last start. I think it's going to run its best race in Australia this afternoon. Gets up to the 1,800 metres once again here at Rose Hill. From gate number eight, I hope they are slightly more positive because he did get back towards the rear of the field and only got stronger through the line past the post. He was going straight past Grabini, and I think Touristic's going to run the best race of his Australian career. Looking back two runs ago, just got out sprinted under 60.5 kilograms. Deficit, I was keen on last weekend at Randwick. And silly enough to back him from that wide gate. He had no luck three wide throughout. I think this horse is going extremely well. First two runs this campaign were outstanding. Special Envoy keeping safe. Not too sure what to expect. And Braden Star brings some really nice form lines from Victoria. Just the weight and the map is a big query. 10-2, 6-1, D-Day for Touristic. And Darren Flindell goes with the no- goes with the six. Special Envoy in race nine to beat one Braden Star, 10 Touristic and five Dr. Evil, 6-1. 10 and 5. That brings us to the last here, Hurls. It's a benchmark 78, 1300 metres. Cosmic Minerva favourite. Yeah, it's an easy favourite, just albeit slightly 310 to 330. Grisilla Styler comes out 22 by 16, the deduction. Colour Sergeant, 950. Danish Prince, 750. 23, Louvois. Either or, 440 to $4.20. Just went down last start. Uh, Cosmic Minerva, 310 to 330. 23 to 17 for Walk and Talkin'. Wind Shadow, 550. And Solid Lolly Yeet. Uh, early support for it, $10, $750 now, $8. And Moon Reader down the bottom is a $41 chance. And this is a very, very quiet betting race at this stage. Either or, most popular runner, albeit narrowly. And it looks a clear leader on the map as well. Either or should roll forward as she always does. Interesting horse, Windshadow rolled forward at a good speed last start there at Wyong. Likely sits outside the leader. Danish Prince caught three wide last start. There's not as much speed on the inside, so hopefully for their connections, can posse up just behind the speed if they do not roll forward. Uh, two bets in the last race for me, guys. Uh, the five, either or, and seven, walk and talk. And they both look over the odds, but five, seven, six, and eight. I thought either or was fantastic there last start. The pace did negate the bias. She led at a fast tempo and just held on really well there just to be beaten by a Vienna princess who's going to start favoured in a much stronger race. There was a good margin to third there, so that confirmed the quality. Uh, Her last win actually came at this track and distance, so she can lead and win again. Um, The seven walk and talk, and it was blending into the race, but it was just chopped out at this critical stage and lost its action. 
senior rider goes on for the first time for a long time and third, it does have a good third up profile. The six Cosmic Minerva was very honest there. Uh, last start, it can improve, and the eight-win shadow will go straight to the front and be hard to catch. But five, seven, six, and eight. Eight, one, six, nine for me. I'm specking win shadow here. I think he's a gelding on the up since the blinkers came off. He's been outstanding, bolted in at Canterbury, and then he subsequently ran second fresh off a break at Kembla Grange and won in fast pace. We saw Oakfield Waratah come out and frank the form lines, and I love the key booking of Jason Collett from gate number five. If he doesn't sit outside the lead, I think he's going to posse in behind the leaders and be very hard to beat. Carlos Sargent would have loved to seen 14, 1500 metres fresh. This horse has trolled outstanding. He's in for his best Australian campaign. He's the key danger for mine as is Cosmic Minerva. Just a little bit short at $3.30 but it was a great run fresh. Lolly Yeats, speaking of great trolls, outstanding. $8. Just think it might need the run here fresh off a long spell. Eight one six nine. I'm taking on either raw and I think I'll know my fate after about 400 metres. See how hard they go. Darren Flindell in race 10. Lolly Yates is on top selection number nine to beat five, six, and seven. All right, guys, uh, that's the last. We just need your best bet, best value. Firstly to you, Brody. Best bet for me comes up in race number eight. I'm keen on the three-year-old filly, Vienna Princess. I think she's on the way up. I think she's black type, and I think she'll win once again this afternoon. As I mentioned, I was keen to find her in the wink skinnies, and I've got to be with her at Rose Hill, especially since Kaboo has come out. And in the midway, uh, Regan Bayliss's mount, which is just a brother. I think he was a fantastic first up run, and I think he's going to run a bottler $21. Race 4, number 6, just a brother, $21 on tab fixed odds. Race 8, number 13, Vienna Princess, 320 tab fixed odds, the two best from Brody. Nick Burney, to you. Yeah, two really good bets on the meeting, I thought, was uh, race 6, number 2, High Dubai, coming out of a really high rating race, and I think he can bounce off that effort with that Rose Hill 1100 metres profile, and the next best is race 9, number 10, Touristic. Now, Strong platform. I think 1,800 metres again, this is its race to win. And I just thought its last start was its best performance in Australia. So it's ready to win. But uh, yeah, race nine, number 10, Touristic. Touristic, a $5 chance on tab fixed odds. Race nine, number 10. Race six, number two, High Dubai, now into $3.40. Um, thanks, Nick. We'll speak to you again soon on Monday, actually. We'll are back on again for the, uh, the recap of Saturday's races. Sounds great, Anthony. Thanks, guys. Good luck to all the punters. And thanks to you as well, Brody. Doing a great job. Manto, it's a pleasure as always. And same for yourself the last few weeks. Been outstanding in the oh, chair. Mate. Hurls, best back there before we let you go? Yeah, Mogo Magic in the highway, mate. One ninety this morning. It's now into $1.70. Clearly holding the most amount of money of any runner on the program. Uh, jockey's chance today. Dylan Gibbons, two ninety. Zach Lloyd, three ten. Five dollars. Jason Collins. It's nice and competitive. Darren McAvoy, six fifty. Chad Schofield, seven fifty. Twenty six. Any other jockey option? Josh Parr, thirty one. Amy McLucas at sixty one dollars. Races one to six at Rose Hill, Flemington, and Sunshine Coast today. Place a win bet using your tab account. Your first fixed odds win bet. And if your horse runs second or third, you'll get bonus bet back up to $50. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, call the gambling helpline on 1-800-858-858.